Good evening. I'm Mark Gooding, ZL2 UFI in Upper Hutt. And I'm Debbie Morgan, ZL2DL in Upper Hutt. I'm Rosemary Bosher, ZL1RO in Auckland. And I'm Stephen McNeil, ZL4HG from Christchurch. And I'm Jim Meacham, ZL2BHF in Nelson. And together we bring you the NZART official broadcast for October 2019. Good evening everyone and welcome to the October official broadcast. Leading tonight's broadcast, presidential comment. Reporting from Upper Hutt, here's our NZRT President, Mark Gooding, ZL2UFI. Mark? Good evening everyone. In the last month I've attended a few events, namely the Manawatu Branch 20 junk sale at Longburn near Palmerston North and the Wellington Maker Fair which was just last weekend. It has been a good opportunity to catch up with many members and answer as many questions they have and for me to get feedback from them. Both events were well supported by members of the association and at the Wellington event, members of the public. The metrics from the Maker Fair event have yet to be counted, but from my observations, the public response seemed to be double the size of attendance over last year. There will be an article in the next break-in on the Maker Fair. Debbie will outline the new hours for NZART. I realise that these have changed a few times over the last couple of months, but this will be the last time. The hours will be updated on the website and in Breakin. I expect the hours to better reflect the needs of the association and Debbie. Another issue that has come to light over recent months is that of membership of NZART. You may or may not be aware it is a requirement of the NZART constitution that members who belong to branches associated with NZART must also have its branches financial members also to be a member of the association. Some of you may not agree with this, but it has been in force for a number of years and is nothing new. Two branches recently came to my attention that they had allowed executive members who were not members of NZART to serve. When this was pointed out to them, they were unaware of the requirement and also of their own constitution, which stated that they must be members of the association. If you are running a branch, you must know the rules under which you operate. NZART is not looking to be the policeman here, but to simply ignore the NZART constitution and in your own one, because you don't like the requirement, is not the way to conduct your business. You would be in breach of the Incorporated Societies Act and could expose yourself and the branch to some liability if things go wrong. NZART is not looking to force the issue, we are looking for compliance. I request that you follow the rules, please. On a different note, some branches have requested my attendance at their club meeting nights or events. If I have enough notice, then I will endeavour to accept the invitation and look forward to attending. No doubt many of you would like to hear the words from the President and question me about the activities of the Association. So if you have an event coming up, let me know. Finally, I hope all your holiday plans for the festive season are coming together and that you all enjoy time with family and friends. That's all from me, and back to you, Jim. And thank you, Mark. The NZRT President, Mark Gooding, ZL2UFI. The Western Suburbs Radio Club Branch 03 will be holding their annual used equipment sale next Saturday, the 2nd of November. The venue is the Rosebank School Hall, 217 Rosebank Road, Avondale. Sellers are welcome from 8am, buyers from 9am. Tables, they're $10 pre-booked 
or on the day if there's any left. Table booking should be made to Merv Thomas ZL1SK. And you can email him mervthomasmusic at gmail.com. mervthomasmusic at gmail.com. Or you can telephone 09-828-7174 or 027-499-0262. That's the Western Suburbs Radio Club annual used equipment sale next Saturday, the 2nd of November. Onwards to Upper Hutt we go, and it's a very good evening and welcome to our NZART Business Manager, Debbie Morgan, Sadel 2 dl Thanks, Jim, and good evening, everyone. Well, some very important news. As from Monday the 4th of November, office hours will change to being open four days a week. The new days will be Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, Friday, from 9am to 2pm. The office will be closed Wednesdays from this date forwards. Now, regarding the 60-year continuous service to NZART. I have recently had a few inquiries from some very long-standing members as to the length of service they have as NZART members. Regrettably, back when records first began and membership certificates issued, a date was never placed on the original certificate. However, my predecessors did assign a number for each new member. In 1981, when records were computerised, this number was replaced with a new one, which correlated to the length of service for each member and with the original number. I still have the list of old numbers issued to these people right up until 1981, when the computer program generated a new number. I am satisfied that the old and new numbers are sequentially allocated corresponding to the time of membership to NZART. While many of you may have been licensed in the early 1950s, it was not a requirement then to have been a member of the association, but a matter of choice. Lastly, a reminder that subscription rebates is applicable up to the end of November this year. If you wish to take advantage of the $10 rebate, please forward your subs on or before this date. Remember those who are paying by direct credit to please include your call sign and membership number so that I can credit the correct person. That's all from me, Jim. Back to you. Thank you, Debbie. Debbie Morgan, ZL2DL, NZART's Business Manager. NZRT Conference next year is to be held on the West Coast. With details, here's Topsy Scott, ZL2LS. Just a late update on Conference 2020 in Greymouth. Due to major renovations at the Kingsgate Hotel, Council has now moved and will be staying at the Ashley Hotel, not the Kingsgate. Please do not cancel any bookings that you have made at the Kingsgate Hotel. This applies only to Council. Conference organisation is going well, and if you would like to do a presentation or run a forum, Please contact Mark Gooding, our president, regarding this. That is it for this update. Many thanks. Bye. Thank you, Topsy. Topsy Scott ZL2LS reporting for the 2020 Conference Committee. Now for a catch-up on amateur radio news from around the world, we join the team at the Amateur Radio Newsline. 
Officials in Australia are looking for alternatives to HF when it comes to maritime distress messages. Jason Daniels, VK2 LAW, has the details. If you're in Australia, you have until the 29th of November to submit your comments on a recommendation that would end the use of HF frequencies for maritime distress communications. The proposal was made by the Australian Maritime Safety Authority, which is seeking input on the suggested change, which it says it would implement on the 1st of January 2022. The authority has said that there has been a steady decline in the use of HF for safety and communications messages, and there are several alternative communication systems under consideration instead. The authority noted that there is no legislative requirement for marine agencies and rescue organisations in Australia to monitor the safety and distress calling frequencies on HF. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jason Daniels, VK2LAW. Students in Brazil got their first taste of ham radio via satellite. Here's Jeremy Boot, G4NJH, with that story. Launched in 2013, the Fun Cube, also known as AO73, is a CubeSat with the primary mission of teaching and outreach. It recently fulfilled that mission again, this time in Brazil, at a science fair at a high school in Boa Vista. On the 16th of October, the students were first tutored in the basics of amateur radio by Paolo, PV8DX, and Alison, PR7GA, as they prepared to build antennas and get ready for the contacts they would be having later that day. At the request of Paolo, a special short text-like message, known as a fitter message, was transmitted from the satellite. Back at the school, the students were then able to copy and have what was, for most, their first on-air reception and a taste of what it's like being a ham. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jeremy Boot, G4NJH. Candidates hoping to sit for their amateur license test in the Philippines are getting ready for a seminar that's required first. Here's Jim Meachin, ZL2BHF, with the details. The Philippine Amateur Radio Association is getting ready to host yet another orientation seminar for prospective licensees on Saturday, November the 9th. Attendance at the seminar is required and a certificate of attendance is mandatory for anyone wishing to sit for an examination. The session will be held at Para Headquarters in Quezon City and can accommodate as many as 100 people. Orientation sessions are free and are held every second Saturday of the month from 8.30am to 4pm. Those attending will be required to bring two pieces of identification and be prepared to purchase the orientation handbook. For more details, visit the association website at para.org.ph. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jim Meachin, Sidel 2BHF. For now, with Karen Eve Murray, KD2GUT at the news desk in New York, and our news team worldwide, I'm Paul Brown, WD9GCO in Valparaiso, Indiana, saying 73. And as always, we thank you for listening. Amateur Radio Newsline is copyright 2019. All rights reserved. And as always, we say thank you to Newsline for the use of their copyright material. A reminder from the spam team of their Friday evening AM net held on 3850 kHz from 8pm. They also have a small gathering at 11.30am on Wednesdays on 40 metres on 7125 kHz. 
also from SPAM, the H&I contest commemorates the return to the air of radio amateurs after the end of World War II in 1945. It's also the anniversary of the Pearl Harbor attack. H-Night activity has been reactivated and coordinated in recent years by Rob ZL2IW. There'll be a special call sign ZL6H on the night. Now further details about H-Night activity will be available soon on the NZART website and in the spam newsletter. Right now it's time for Waro News and it's a very good evening to Rosemary ZL1RO. Thanks Jim and good evening everyone. This time of the year is a good time for whales to tidy up a number of radio-related tasks before the mad pre-Christmas season gets underway. If you took part in the recent Waro Activity Week or the Taranaki Award or some other award or recent contest, do have a look through your log and you may find you have sufficient contacts there to apply for a Waro Award. Go to the Waro website, which is qsl.net, slash NZWARO, and you will find all the criteria there for the five different WARO awards that are available. Our bulletin and break-in page editors are once more pleading for items for inclusion in the next magazine pages. They would be thrilled to receive an account of your radio activity over the winter months, or maybe you have some new equipment, or can tell us about being lucky enough to go on an overseas sporting event. A few lines and some photos would be most welcome. The break-in page contributions go to waro at nzart.org.nz and the bulletin contributions to topcz.2ls at her address inside the front cover of any bulletin magazine. I've just been looking at the Australian Wales Alaramit 2020 site and reading about some of the places of interest and activities the organisers are considering for the meet, which is being held in Bendigo, Victoria, next year. The meet runs from October the 2nd to the 5th, and is well worth considering attending. Planning is in the early stages, but it looks as though it'll be a busy but fun-filled few days, and with wonderful VK hospitality. Time to start saving up and looking for cheap fares to Victoria, I reckon. That's all from Waro for this month, Jim. Good night, everyone. Thank you, Rosemary. Reporting for Waro, Rosemary Bozier, ZL1RO. A reminder tonight of the 2019 VHF-UHF Field Day Contest for all bands 6 metres and above to be held on Saturday the 7th of December and Sunday the 8th of December. The operating periods are Saturday 5pm through 11pm and on the Sunday, 7am through 1pm, New Zealand local time. Rules for the contest can be found under the Activities tab on the NZART website. Finally, in tonight's official broadcast lineup, it's Branch News. Here's Stephen McNeil, ZL4HG. Thanks, Jim, and good evening, everyone. We start from North Shore, NZART Branch 29, and the club's annual general meeting is to be held on Monday, November the 4th at 400 East Coast Road in Sunnynook. New committee members are always welcome, so please consider joining the committee and make a contribution to the running of your club. The Western Suburbs Radio Club ends at ART Branch 03 has a used equipment sale on Saturday the 2nd of November at 217 Rosebank Road Primary School Hall. 
There's plenty of parking available and tables are available for purchase before the sale date. Open to sellers from 8am and buyers from 9am. Franklin Amateur Radio Club, Branch 10. The annual general meeting is to be held on Tuesday the 19th of November at the club rooms on Stadium Drive in Pukekohe, starting 7.30pm. Hutt Valley NZRT Branch 18, the next meeting on Monday the 4th of November, and it's a movie night, held at the club rooms in the Philip Evans Reserve in the service lane off Birch Street in Waterloo in Lower Hutt. Over to the South Island and Nelson Branch 26 has its annual general meeting on Wednesday the 20th of November at the usual place at the National Party Electorate Office meeting rooms situated on the corners of Waimea and Quarantine Roads. And Marlborough Branch 22 has its next meeting on Thursday the 14th of November. Bill Cousins will give a talk on the FT8 mode of communications. And finally, to Christchurch Branch 05, and the next meeting is on Wednesday, November the 6th, at the club rooms in Idris Road, starting 7.30pm. The speaker is Jeff Clark on the FT8 digital mode. The title is Lightweight Single Operator De-Expeditioning in the Pacific Islands. That's all from me. Back to you, Jim. Thank you, Stephen. Stephen McNeil, ZL4HG, reporting from Christchurch. The next official broadcast of NZART will be made by ZL6A at 8pm on Sunday the 24th of November. This is ZL6A, headquarters station of the New Zealand Association of Radio Transmitters, concluding the official broadcast for October 2019. Good night everyone. Good night now.